I've take had clients come to me who yeah. say, my doctor says it's all in my head and we run labs and it's not all in their head. I can see the deficiencies and the imbalances, et cetera, et cetera. We can resolve it, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So for menopausal women to know that you don't have to suffer through, as I said earlier, the body is a miracle and it's not designed so that we should be suffering and in pain. Right. Any pain or suffering is for us to get curious. What's going on? What can I do about this? Yes. And you want people to know that even when they're past menopause, you know, they've gone that one full year without a cycle, you can still have symptoms for eight to 10 years after that. And that's why it is such a long process for women. And we shouldn't be suffering for all of those years. Yeah. It should truly be the best years of our life. Hello, friends, and welcome to Curiously Wise. I'm your host, Lauren Whitting, and today I have Melissa Delia. She is a really interesting combination of modalities. So where I work exclusively with the energy she brings, an even more holistic approach to that. So we're going to talk about that some, but let me introduce you real quick here. Melissa Dealey is an integrative mind-body health practitioner, also trained in NLP, Neurolinguistic programming, NLP is way easier to say, timeline therapy and hypnotherapy. She's dedicated to helping her clients discover the root cause of their heart issues and truly heal while detoxing their physical, mental, and emotional bodies. Melissa's business is 100% virtual and she works with the entire English speaking world. Melissa also uses the power of functional medicine lab tests mailed to your home while offering a very high level of support to ensure her client's success as we navigate the path, bringing the physical, mental, and emotional bodies back into balance while creating new lifestyle habits to ensure lasting results. Welcome, Melissa. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me, Lauren. I'm excited for this conversation today. Yeah, me too. I always love having these really wonderful conversations. It's not my normal day-to-day -day kind of conversations, but I, I love, the, I call them juicy conversations. So, Melissa, tell us about your journey. I know that in your in some of what you've told me, you started out in the corporate world, and now you're doing this holistic health stuff. And so tell us about how that happened. Yes. Yeah, so I was in the corporate world and loved my career there. I was there for 24 years. And one day, big fish bought little fish, and I was given an hour to clear out my desk and no word of thanks. And in that moment, I knew three things. I was never going to work for someone else again because my 24 years of loyalty got me exactly nowhere. Whatever I did next, I felt like it needed to be more of service to humanity and the planet. This was a chance for me to create a whole new, entirely different career. And that's what I wanted. I didn't want to just go find another company in the same industry. And I had no idea what it was going to be that I would do next. However, I was open to being guided. And because of 24 years, I was blessed with a package. And so I did have that time to spend with myself discovering what is it that I really want? Who am I? Et cetera. And so that was a really unique opportunity. And later that year, I was introduced to a company that specialized in brain supplementation. And I thought, well, that's interesting because I use my brain 24-7. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> and nobody's ever told me that I could be doing more for the health of my brain. And yet I knew there was near epidemic levels of Alzheimer's and dementia. Oh, yeah. And meanwhile, I had a grandmother who at the time was 99 years old, still living at home by herself, fully oh, cognitively functioning and caring for herself. Wow. Yeah. And I thought, well, okay, I've got good genes. Mm -hmm. But something made me ask, is that enough? And so I started thinking about her life and comparing it to my life. And she was born in little old Christchurch, New Zealand. In lower, you know, bottom of the world, way before World War II, which is the point where all these toxins have been introduced since then, growing their food on their property, right? Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, I was raised in Tokyo, Japan, which was an amazing life. Mm -hmm. And I have many great friends there. However, it was the 1970s and manufacturing plants were spewing out toxins. Mm -hmm. And so I realized I'm way more toxic than my grandmother ever was. Yeah. And so if I want to get on that path, I need to do more for myself. So I started learning about the brain and this nutrition for the brain and how the brain detoxes and how the body detoxes. And I found all of this really fascinating. And it was in alignment with doing something that would be more of service to humanity because I thought if I could bring this information to more people, we could bring down these numbers of Alzheimer's and dementia, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I was, you know, learning all of this and taking some online courses and things. And then my oldest daughter got a concussion in her first soccer game of the season in her grade 12 year. Mm. And she had been using this supplementation for the brain. And now all of a sudden we have a concussion in the house and I'm not working full time. So I'm going to the appointments with her for my added learning about the brain, but also because I recognized she didn't have the cognitive ability in this concussed state to go to the appointment and come home and tell me what the yeah. practitioner said, right? Yeah. And the healing doesn't happen at the appointment. It mm -hmm. happens between the appointments. So if she can't tell me what she's been told to do, it's not happening and then there's no healing, right? Right, right. I was going to the appointments with her so I could hear it for myself. Two months later, I'm driving to Vancouver and I get a phone call from the high school that could I please go and pick up my younger daughter who has a suspected concussion from grade eight gym class. And in that moment, I literally looked, I was driving along the water. I looked out across the ocean, up at the heavens and said, really, this is how you show me my path? Stop taking out my children. <laughs> so now I have Leave my kids alone. Please <laughs> stop picking on, I didn't have any more kids, but still, why, how come, you know, just mm. having one concussion in the house is hard, but you know, the synchronicity of two, two months yeah. apart, like that's a sign, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so now I have two very different concussions in the house, and which was great for my learning, going to both sets of appointments and realizing that people need more support on their healing journey. And I learned that the body doesn't heal in a stressed out state. So if you're trying to figure it all out on your own, you're still in that stressed out state because you're also wondering, am I even doing this right? Am I seeing the right people? Da, 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 da. Versus if you had somebody to guide you who already knows the path that you need to be taking, then you can trust in the process, relax into it. And that is when your body can start healing. So I realized there was a need for more of this. And at the same time, I was actually asked to work at a holistic clinic that was opening in town because I'm in Whistler. We have downhill skiing all winter, downhill mountain biking all summer. We have a lot of concussion, right? Yeah. 
Wow. Well, I was asked to work in a clinic and continue helping other people with their concussion recovery and bring this nutritional piece to it that I was working with, with my own kids who did both fully recover, thankfully. Good. I wasn't able to work there initially because I couldn't get insurance because I didn't have any certification. Oh. So I called a friend who was a life coach. And since I'd been let go, life coach had kind of been bouncing around in the back of my head, but hadn't really landed. But now I needed something. So I called and said, you know, where did you do your training as a life coach? And he said to me, you don't need to be a life coach. You need to be a health coach. And I went, what? What's yeah. that? And That's again, a thing? <laughs> That's a thing. Never heard that term before. And so again, <laughs> I consider that, you know, a gift from the heavens mm -hmm. because I started Googling health coaching courses that night and landed on one that I absolutely loved from the moment I found it. And then I went, well, I should check out a couple others first. And then I came back to that first one, right? And within 10 days, I'd started with a whole new cohort. And from the moment I started that course, I've never looked back. Mm. I found my purpose. I found my passion. And part of it was, wow, I'm in my 40s and I don't know any of this about how my body works. And this is fascinating. Yeah. And I couldn't get enough of it. But I also realized if I don't know this, how many other people don't know this, right? <laughs> that are also in the corporate world and have children and have been busy, you know, being moms and dads and spouses, et cetera, et cetera, and building their career, building their business. And they haven't had time to learn this. I could share this. Yeah. And I could teach people the simple steps that you can take to prioritize your health so that you don't end up a statistic down the line. <laughs> and the reality is I did a little bit of research at the end of last year that right now in North America, the average person spends 10 years in a nursing home. Yeah. And let's I'd just put it really bluntly, waiting to die. Because yes. once you're in the nursing home, you're not coming out. Yeah. And that's no quality of life. And the cost of that right now is 108,000 US dollars a year. <laughs> and by 2030, what, seven years away, it's going to be $141,000 a year. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. And most of it's not paid for by anybody else. But you. Exactly. <laughs> so who comes up with that money, mm -hmm. right? To not enjoy it. Right. Right? Yeah. yeah. But what if you could have those 10 years back? Or what if you could shorten those 10 years to only one year? Or, you know, mm -hmm. we can do that when we choose to take responsibility for our health, prioritize it, and learn how to be empowered in our health. Now, that is what isn't taught. That's why I got to my right. 40s and I didn't know. It's not taught through our medical system. It's not taught through our education system. But the reality is, is that the human body is designed to self-heal. Right. It wants to be in homeostasis, not, that, that ba exactly. balance point. Yeah. Exactly. We are not supposed to be in pain, right? right. Too often we have symptoms and we ignore them. And the symptom is our body talking to us and asking us to do something differently. Mm -hmm. We're not supposed to go, oh, it's aging. Oh, it's seasonal allergies. Oh, it's my genetics and ignore it. Instead, right. we should be getting curious and saying, why do I have this symptom? What is going on with me right now? How can I get to the bottom of this, the root cause, so that I can resolve it, right? Mm -hmm. And very often, very often, the root cause is stress. Mm -hmm. In 90% of all doctors' visits are caused by stress. 65% of all disease is caused by stress. 
the world was the most stressed out it's ever been before COVID. And the pandemic just made it worse. Mm -hmm. But we all look around and see everybody else stressed out and normalize it. And we don't realize what that's doing to our health. Right. However, when we start to learn this and take responsibility, we can make simple changes that help to reduce our stress at different times throughout the day, as well as learning the steps that we need to take in order to optimize our health, whether that's a functional medicine detox to get the toxins out. Because guess mm -hmm. what? Those toxins in your body are like an overflowing trash can. They cause stress inside the body and they cause stress on the liver that can't do its yeah. job properly. Stress on the kidneys, right? These are our detox organs and yet they're so overburdened, they can't do their job properly. Then the toxins end up getting stored in our fat closets because mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the liver's smart. It doesn't want them in our bloodstream. So it's trying to put it somewhere safe, except that our fat closets are in our brain, which is largely fat and water, mm. in our breasts, in women, and anywhere else we're carrying extra weight. Is there a correlation between the amount of Alzheimer's and dementia and toxins mm. being stored in our brain? Is there a correlation with the amount of breast cancer we have and toxins being stored in our breasts? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's my mission to educate enough people and get the whole Western world detoxing. <laughs> because when we do that, we eliminate chronic illness. It's as simple yeah. as that. Chronic yeah. illness is a lifestyle disease. And we just have to shift that lifestyle, get all those toxins out of the body, get our organs able to function properly, reset the entire body, mm -hmm. port the deficiencies if we're deficient in our minerals and vitamins, which we are if we're stressed out because we're burning through them, right? Right. Also, our food is not very rich in nutrients anymore. I was just going to say that exact point. Yeah. You're in my mind. <laughs> we have nutrient deplete soil systems. Mm -hmm. And as a result, it's very hard to replenish what's been depleted simply through food. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And this is the question that I love to ask people is look around the world. Look at Ayurvedic medicine. Look at Latin American medicine. Look at Chinese medicine. All of those countries still detox to this day. Hmm. Where's all the chronic illness in the world? In the U.S. <laughs> North America, the Western world, right? The Western, the Western world. The world where we've been taught to have a shower or bathe every day and wash our outer body. But mm -hmm. we've never been taught how to care for our inner body. Mm. We just wait to get sick and then we go to the doctor right. and hope that they can fix us, which is putting a lot of responsibility on the doctor in the first place. Yeah. And secondly, they're not going to fix you. You have to fix you. Right. Right. It's your body, your responsibility. You do the work. They don't do it for you. Yeah. But it's not hard work. The question is, are you worth it? And are you willing to invest in yourself some time, some energy in order to change your lifestyle habits, support your deficiencies with some supplements, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Do a detox to clear out your pathways. I just finished taking a group of 12 people through my five-week detox program. It's a three-week program, but it's a five-week course. Mm -hmm. So you get all this learning with it. And Every single one of them said this was so much more than what I expected. Mm -hmm. I got way more results than I thought I would get from mm. better sleep to more energy to less aches and pains to 
better mental clarity, et cetera, et cetera, to some weight loss, which is just that side effect that that's not why they did it, but the toxins do weigh something. Yeah. It's amazing how our body will heal in all of these different ways when we start looking after it. It doesn't just heal in one way. The whole body starts healing, which is why you can do a detox and have multiple positive benefits because the whole body's starting to heal. Yeah. When I was 21, I guess, I had spent a semester abroad in Morocco, Mm -hmm. had lived with a family there and got Shigella dysentery. (laughs) And which is just, you know, you go to other places and you get these things. Right. But the antibiotics I had to take to get rid of that and the stress of living in a, a very not female comfortable place for four months really just shut down my immune system Mm -hmm. i mean my i I caught everything that came along i spent a year living with my mom after i got back so that i could work with a doctor who was called an environmental ecologist i've never heard any other doctor call themselves wow but yeah he was holistic I yeah. saw a nutritionist. They, you know, they tested my my stomach acid. They tested me for allergies in a unique way so that I really learned what my symptoms were. They, and and I got, you know, therapeutic massage. I got all of these things. And it took a year to clean mm-hmm. out the crap, recreate the good, because there was yeast everywhere too, of course. Yes. And, and repopulate the gut. And all mm-hmm. of those things that we need to do to to help the body come back to a, a healthy place. And at the beginning of that year, I tested, I think there were 78 foods I, w- I was tested for for allergies. And I tested reactive. Some were extreme, some were you right. know, fairly mild, but only two I had no allergic reaction to. Wow. And one of them was turkey. One I- of them was lettuce. <laughs> And I think the third one was crab, which made it, it, it allowed me to have some some you know lovely things because I love crab. <laughs> so, right. But I spent a year eating very very limited diet, right? Using lots of supplements, getting all of this other kind of support, emotional. You know, the massage and stuff was really getting validated that I had the allergies I had. I wasn't crazy. Right. That kind of stuff. At the end of that year, my immune system was robust. Mm-hmm. Now, I still had allergies for a long time. There was other underlying emotional issues with that that I learned only like 10 years ago. But it took that long for my body to come back to a place of health. And it did take, it took detoxing. It took clearing out all that yeast. It took supporting it with me with the supplements, supporting it by not eating the things I was highly reactive to, you know, and, and so you can bring yourself back to a place of health. And that was my first aha moment that I can have an effect on my own health. Yes, absolutely. And that's what I love to teach and, and share people and empower them in their health. And, you know, if I'm, if I'm healing somebody's gut, it's generally a six month process Mm -hmm. that I'm working with them on. And they might be like, oh, that's so long. And I'm like, but how long is it taking you to get to the state that you're in? Right. Right. And so then they kind of put that six months in perspective and they're like, oh yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, we do it and it's, you know, I give them recipes and it's, it's not as limited as what you are in terms yeah. of your three foods, but it, there is some limitations there because we also want to remove the foods that are highly inflammatory that, right. that inflammation causes stress. So we're removing all dairy, we're removing yeah. all gluten for starters, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, removing eggs initially and 
then we start to slowly reintroduce as we go through the program and, you know, see how they do and how they react, et cetera. But it's a program that really works and supports the gut. And you're absolutely right that we can allow our body to heal. What yeah. we need to do is get it to a place where it's not depleted. You were depleted I was completely when depleted. you were in Morocco, so it couldn't yeah. heal itself. Mm-hmm. But by coming home and taking these supplements, et cetera, and removing the stressors, because the body doesn't heal in a stressed state, mm-hmm. it will heal itself. And yeah. that's happened. Yeah. And it you know, may, maybe took a little bit longer because of the degree to which you were depleted. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, it was bad. Right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But. You know, I love your point that you, we can heal ourselves. We just need to give our body what it needs. And when we're in that stress state, when we're sleep deprived, when we're eating, you know, eating a highly processed food diet, we are depleted. A processed Mm -hmm. food diet only gives us 17 of the nutrients that our body needs Mm -hmm. of the 90. Wow. 17, right? I believe it. Highly depleted. Mm-hmm. We just bring all of that back in for the body and the body's like, yes, thank you. Feed me. And now it has the energy to heal. Yeah. The immune system takes energy. We have to be able to give it that energy by getting the goodness to the cells. And that's the other reason why I always start people with a detox, no matter who they are, where they're at, is if we put good protocols into a body that's still got a lot of toxins in it, those toxins are actually getting in the way of the goodness getting to the cells. Right. Mm-hmm. Some of the mm-hmm. goodness will get to the cells, but not all of it. Mm-hmm. And as a result, it takes longer. If we first detox, clear out the pathways, then we put the healing protocols in, then all of that healing protocol can get to the cells that need it. And it's much quicker in terms of the effectiveness of the program. Okay. So that's why I do it that way myself. Yeah. And then your other point, you were talking about the emotional issues, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. So we actually have four bodies, as you know. We have a spiritual body, a mental body, an emotional body, and a physical body. Mm-hmm. By the time the symptom shows up in the physical body, it's already passed through the other three yes. bodies. Yes. So yes, we work with healing the physical body so we can alleviate the symptoms that you're aware of. But then we go through, and this is where I use the NLP and the timeline therapy, and the hypnotherapy is we will clear whatever's going on in the emotional body. Mm-hmm. You know, those past emotions that you haven't wanted to feel and they've been yep. stuffed down and now they're causing toxicity, right? Right. And in the mental body, the limiting beliefs, et cetera. Mm-hmm. That's exactly the work I do. Awesome. Exactly I love it. it. Yeah. 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 So. And as you know, first you have to believe you can heal before you can heal. If you don't believe you can heal, you're not going to heal. Yes. Right? Yes. And I find when people come to me, sometimes they've been told by doctors, we can't do anything for you. Mm-hmm. Or they've just seen so many doctors and keep getting the same, you know, option of just a prescription drug and they're not mm-hmm. getting any alternatives that they're feeling like maybe there isn't a solution for me. Yeah. But when they meet me and we talk about it and I share the protocol that I would be, you know, recommending to them, they can buy into my belief. Mm-hmm. and then start the detox and they start feeling better because it is a reset for the body. Everybody starts feeling better. And they're like, oh, maybe she knows something. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. start to develop their own belief, right? I call that yeah. borrowing somebody else's belief. Exactly. You know, it's like, I don't know, but I'm going to borrow your belief in that for a while. <laughs> exactly. Until they develop their own. And that's so important because yeah. just borrowing it gives them enough to move forward on and take action right. versus right. staying stuck in the discomfort. Yeah. So 
yeah, so that's the work that you do. You completely understand how we oh, yeah. have to clear all those bodies, right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so important. And that's how we create that lasting healing. Well, and just to bring our two worlds together a little bit more, I was just, I had a client just before we got on today. And one of the things that we were working with was bringing that spiritual energy into the physical body, because those of us who work in the spirit, we like to be out there. Yes. (laughs) And the body, yeah, go sit in a chair for a while. But more and more, it's becoming very clear that we need to bring that, that spiritual, emotional energy fully into the body, take care of it, and learn to live as a spiritual person in a physical body. Yes. And that, for me, is the goal of what I want to see in the world, because we're all going to be happier, healthier, more peaceful, less yes. combative, all of those things yes. that are such a uncomfortable part of living today. So it's a lovely, it's, I, I love to see how, you know, you're coming at it from this direction first, and I'm coming at it from this direction first, and we're meeting in the middle with, you know, to help people do exactly what we need, we want to do for them. Right. I love it. You just gave me full body truth bumps. And and I call trip bumps too. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I love it because there's also, you know, there's that segment of the population that isn't sure about spirituality and they want the science, right? right. Which is where my lab testing comes in and then I can show right. them the science. But what I, I'm also loving as we move forward with the science is the quantum physics that's coming out and that it is the language of spirituality, as yeah. is our unconscious mind, as we learn about this connection. And so that's why I've also moved into the realm of hypnotherapy and using that to create, you know, behavioral change in clients more easily with 10,000 times the focus, 50,000 times the accountability to get the results they want instead of them trying to just rely on willpower, which we know willpower is all in the conscious mind. It doesn't work. It's what, February 9th today. 95% 95% of the people have already quit their New Year's resolution in <laughs> 2023, right? Because they're trying to do it consciously with willpower. Right. right. But when we tap into the power of our unconscious mind, that connection to, you know, spirit, it is so much easier to do. Yeah. Yeah. And do you want to do things the hard way or the easy way, right? Everyone's I'll out always there take the, easy way. the hard way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's way more fun if you take the easy way. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I teach hypnotherapy and those are the most fun classes because we get to play, you know, our unconscious mind is like a toddler. We get to be our inner child again. So yeah, super fun. Nice. Nice. So yeah, I loved, I love talking about this responsibility for your health. And the other thing I wanted to touch on was when you were talking about your kids and that you needed to be there with them. I call that being an advocate for the patient. I learned it years ago. My dad had terrible health, multiple heart attacks, cancer, all kinds of things. But so I was, I spent a lot of time with him in my twenties and thirties in the hospital being present so that when the doctors came in or when, you know, the nurses were changing, I was asking questions. What, what medication are you giving him now? How often is he supposed to get it? So, and writing it all down. And we would tag team, family would tag team through there so that, that there was always somebody there with him, except perhaps, you know, in the middle of the night. And it was so important because he was in no shape to remember mm-hmm. what he'd been told or what he was supposed to yes. do or why they were doing things. or Yes. And it's when I really learned that you must have an advocate with you when you're stressed. A hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. And also to be able to advocate for yourself when your health is 
not, you know, so bad that you need somebody else, but to know that you can, right? Right. Right. So a couple of examples there and and to understand the why, to your point, why are you giving him this medication? What's it for? Mm. How's it going to benefit him, et cetera? Mm. Are there any other options as well? Yes. So I used to suffer with hormonal migraines from the age Mm. of 18. And, you know, that's when I first came to the holistic side of things was because they suddenly got worse when I was, I don't know, 23 or so. And I was getting them daily. And I'm like, why am I suddenly Mm. getting daily, right? So obviously, you know, not able to work because my head was pounding. So I went to the doctor who, oh, you need a stronger medication. Mm. I don't want a stronger medication, doctor. I would like to know why they're worse because if I know why they're worse, then I can do something about them, right? Mm-hmm. Can you help me? Oh, no, we'll never figure it out. Take take a week off work. They can be cyclical. See if that helps. And here's the stronger medication. And I refused. I'm like, I'm not taking stronger medication. I took the week off work. Helped. But it didn't make it go away. Right. I went back to work. They came again. And it's like, but they didn't used to. So something's going on here. And what I ended up doing was actually going and seeing a naturopathic doctor. Mm -hmm. And we did the hour long intake. And she said, why don't we run a hormone lab test for you? And I'm like, oh, that's a thing. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) That sounds great. Because that might give me some answers. Right. 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 So we did the saliva testing and ironically, it's the exact same lab that I give to my clients today, Mm -hmm. right? When we're running the hormones. And I discovered that my progesterone was very, very low. So I was in an estrogen dominant state, which is often triggered by stress, right? And because my progesterone was so low, it was triggering these migraines. So Mm. she gave me this disgusting tincture that I had to take a teaspoon of every day for two weeks of my cycle for two months. And even after doing it for the first two weeks, I didn't get any more migraines. In fact, I didn't get migraines for seven years. Wow. And then they came back again and I went, hmm, my hormones have shifted a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. I've had two kids in that time window. Maybe I should, you know, check out my hormones again or just get that tincture again. So I went back to the naturopath and I said, can you give me more of that tincture? And she's like, well, maybe we should run a lab again. I'm like, no, it's exactly the same as it was. That worked. Let's start there. If it doesn't work this time, I'll come back. It worked didn't have any more migraines until I hit menopause. Then they were different though. So that time I went back and said, it's time to run the lab test again. Mm -hmm. And this time my estrogen was low, my progesterone was low, my testosterone was low. And she's like, how are you still standing? (laughs) We knew from the lab exactly what was going on. So then we knew what action steps to take Mm. as opposed to here's a prescription to mask the migraine so you don't have the pain, but we're not addressing the root cause, right? So understanding that why is so important. Yeah. And so I was advocating I had... for myself, looking for different doctors. And yeah. go ahead, you were going to say I, something. I wish I had known you 10, 12, 15 years ago when I was going through perimenopause and menopause. I'd never had migraines until I, I started going into menopause. Right. And I still get them occasionally and nobody could tell me why. And I figured out how to manage it with, you know, coffee and et cetera, <laughs> you know, but because they're, they're not terrible, but nobody suggested. And I, I, I thought, you know, my, I'm going into menopause. My right. emotion or my, my hormones have got to be a mess. Right. Nobody offered and I didn't really follow up to think to ask, you know, can you, can you test the hormones? Right. But, yeah. Well, and so, so that's now I know. <laughs> now you know, and I wouldn't have been much help to you 15 years ago because yeah, right. I was in the corporate world anyway, right? <laughs> Anybody listening now, I can help you. And mm-hmm. that's another piece of this of the segment of the population that I work with. 
Mm-hmm. is women going through menopause because we're not yeah. taught this as women, right? We're not we taught a, anything you know, about menopause. Exactly. We Nothing. do a great job trying to teach the kids about puberty at school yeah. because we have a venue to do that. But there's no venue to teach women about menopause. And so people don't know. So what do we do? We ask our mothers, we ask our sisters, we ask our friends. You have hot flushes, I have hot flushes. You have this, I have... Oh, I, that's just normal. And we accept that right. as just being the passage that we women must go through Mm -hmm. as opposed to, again, realizing, oh, I'm getting these symptoms. That means something's out of balance in my body that I need to address and get curious about Mm -hmm. and that we can rebalance hormones. And again, Mm -hmm. if you go to the medical doctor, they will do a test for hormones with blood. But that is not the best way to test hormone levels. It's actually saliva. Hmm. And so we do saliva testing in the functional medicine side Mm-hmm. So that we could truly get a picture of where your hormones are at, where the imbalances are, so we can address them mm-hmm. and get you out of your misery. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. menopause should be the best years of our lives, right? Well, the kids I, are grown that, yeah. and I, I will say that once I got through menopause, which was about 52, 53, I finally you know, stopped. It was like I yeah. had that year and they go, okay. yeah. Within a couple of years after that, I realized that I could think a lot clearer. Right. Than I had in maybe my whole life, maybe since puberty. I don't know. (laughs) But it was like this fog kind of lifted and I felt good. And, you know, it just. And my my, I have a lot of aunts. My mom was the oldest of four sisters, so a lot of aunts. And they all told me, yeah, my 50s were great, but they didn't tell me why or how. It's just, oh, you oh, the 50s are great. Well, because things settled down again, you know. But I, I just, I had, I, it's one of the reasons why I started a wise woman circle back in 2018, I guess. It ran for a couple of years before we shut down for right. the, the great pause there. Right. And I, part of why I did that was because I realized there was no wisdom. There right. was no exactly. women's wisdom that I exactly. had access to. I have yeah. these aunts, but they don't live nearby. I don't talk to them daily. Right. Right. I wanted a local community of people who I could share my experience with and who could share theirs. And maybe we could come up with, you know, some some thoughts. Yes. And, <laughs> and at the very least, support wonderful. and to know you're not and going that, through it alone and you're not yeah. crazy and all of those. That things, one right there. Right? I'm not crazy. Exactly. <laughs> because sometimes yeah. when you go to the doctor, they tell you it's all in your head. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or As just I've take had friends come or, to me. Right. Who say, my doctor says it's all in my head and we run labs and it's not all in their head. I can see Mm -hmm. the deficiencies and the imbalances, et cetera, Mm -hmm. et cetera. We can resolve it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So for menopausal women to know that you don't have to suffer through, as I said earlier, the body is a miracle and it's not designed so that we should be suffering and in pain. Right. Any pain or suffering is for us to get curious. What's going on? What can I do about this? Yes. And I want people to know that even when they're past menopause, you know, they've gone that one full year without a cycle, Mm -hmm. you can still have symptoms for eight to 10 years after that. And that's why Mm -hmm. it is such a long process for women. And we shouldn't be suffering for all of those years. It should truly be the best years of our life. And to know that you can do something about it. I went 13 years from my first hot flash to finally that year of loss. And they were hellacious. Right. They were awful. Yeah. And, you know, no sleeping and sweating all the time and hot flashes that were, you know, like being an inferno. And I had a, I had a, a rocky, rocky road. I would love for other people to not have to do that. 
know? Yeah, exactly. So I'm glad that yeah. you're through it. Oh, me too. <laughs> glad that we're having this conversation that came yeah. out of nowhere today, but somebody's here is meant to hear it. Yes. That yes. they don't have to suffer through. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There are things yeah. that we can we can do to bring balance to the body. Exactly. Not try to exactly. medically fix it because exactly. that never works. Or cover it up. Yeah. That's that's all for for me, my opinion is that pretty much all the medications we get are covering up the, the symptoms. They're not they solving are. the problem. Exactly. And then what happens is we get a new symptom because the body's like, no, that's not what I wanted. So yeah. I'm going to give you another symptom to make you pay attention to try to resolve it properly. Right. And then you go back to the doctor and they give you another medication oh, to yes. cover that symptom that was triggered by the first medication. And before long, you have people that are on six, eight, ten medications. And yes. It can even go higher than that, shockingly. Yeah. yeah. And I think the average right now in the yeah. U.S. Is, is people, I think over 50 are on 10 medications. Wow. Not me. Not me. I'm not on any. I don't want to be on any. My I take a couple of 70s. supplements, but that's about it. I take supplements, yeah. My mom's in her 70s. She's in Australia. She's not on any. And mm -hmm. she walks every day with her dogs. And I'm like, keep it up. Keep it yep. up. You're probably in like the top 1% of healthiest people for your age. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, she's an inspiration and my grandmother's an inspiration. Yeah. There's research that's come out recently that the human body can actually live to about 150 years old when we look after it, yeah. right? And unfortunately, our food industry is working against us. Our medical industry has become a sick care industry. You know, you mm -hmm. got to wait to get sick and then they'll help you. But there's nothing proactive taught right. about staying well, right? Let's, yep. Yep. My opinion is, how about we just don't get sick, right? right. Do everything right. we can so we don't get sick. And then, you know, as we talked about before that we even got on this call, Big Pharma is all about prioritizing shareholder profit. Mm -hmm. Let's face mm -hmm. it, right? Yeah. They're yeah. not looking at optimizing human health. No. And so we're being let down by these industries and we have all of this advertising that's directing us oh towards food and drugs. I mean, I'm yeah. in Canada where you're not allowed to advertise. Big Pharma is not allowed to advertise on Canadian television. However, we have access to all the U.S. channels, right? So yeah. if my husband's watching that. a sporting game, <laughs> if he's watching some sports, you know, with U.S. Yeah. teams playing, right, hockey or football or whatever, I can hear it from yeah. the living room. Talk to your doctor about this drug. Da da da. They don't even tell you what it's for half the time, you know? <laughs> However, then they go into don't use it if you have this, 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 or this, yeah. right? And then side effects could be this, 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 this and, and death. Just, why would anybody <laughs> want to talk to their doctor about this thing that has a hundred possible side effects that just yep. took you five minutes to tell me? Yeah. Yeah, it's that it's it's really interesting because I notice we stream everything. We have an Apple TV and so we just stream everything. Mm -hmm. So we really don't have to watch much in the way of ads. But we have YouTube on the Apple TV. So that right. that's our like we got a few minutes. Let's watch something short. And of course, that's got the ads. Right. You watch anything with news on it on YouTube. You got the ads. You get the you get the pill ads. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like the old people. They're watching the news. Right. <laughs> Let's make sure they know about this pill and that pill. And, yeah. And yeah. So, yeah. So I, I mean, my, a lot of my mission is around helping people get healthier, feel better, mm. figure out why they've got the pain and where you're coming at it from the physical side, which is a lovely way to support healing. 
I'm coming at it from the energetic side and together yes. they yes. are super powerful. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And there's more than one way to heal on oh, the holistic yeah. side, you know, like both of us, but so many other practitioners with different modalities. And I continually meet practitioners that are doing amazing, amazing yeah. work. Yeah. And I just want people to know that all of these options are available to you. Right. And to get a second opinion, you know, like I did, I didn't like the idea of just being given a drug. And then I went and found another practitioner. They offered me a lab test, you know. Mm -hmm. If whatever you've been told isn't sitting well with you, it's your intuition telling yes. you that's yes. not what my, your body wants. And, and absolutely trust your intuition because you exactly. know your body better than anybody else does. Exactly. I love to say that you're your own best doctor because yeah. you've lived in your body your entire life. Yep. They haven't. Right. So trust it. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And advocate for yourself. The other quick little story I wanted to share about me having to do that was Early on in COVID, I had a plugged ear. And this has happened to me a couple of times through my life. And I've had to, you know, go and have my ear flushed out, mm -hmm. right? And it was plugged. And at first I thought it might have just been, you know, cold. I had a bit of a cold in February of 2020. So I thought it was just, you know, sinus buildup and all of mm -hmm. that from that. But it stayed with me. And then the world shut down. And we couldn't go to the doctor no matter what, because we were waiting for all the really sick people to come in. Right. So in May of that year, three months later, I realized that it was so bad that I couldn't focus well anymore. And I had brain fog because it and my brain was getting exhausted because I only could hear from one ear and it was just really tiring and I needed to actually address this. So I called the doctor and uh, said, I have a plugged ear. I would just like to have it flushed. Can I come in and have it flushed? And she said, well, it might not be that. And I said, OK, it might not be that. She goes, well, I have to see you. And I said, great. So can I come in and see you? Yes. So we make an appointment. I go into the clinic where they have a, a little wooden shelter built inside at the very entrance. And she looked in my ear and she said, yeah, it's wax buildup. And I said, yeah, that's what I thought. So can you flush it out? And she said, no, I'm going to give you a prescription. And I said, for what? And she said, oh, for this oil. And I said, I've been doing olive oil and it hasn't worked. I wasn't consistent. But mm. if you think it's just oil is what you're going to give me. I'll just go home and be consistent with my olive oil. But I'm here. I'd really like you to flush it out. I've had that done before. And she said, no, no, I'm going to give you this prescription. And I said, no, no, well, I'm not taking it. So don't bother wasting the piece of paper writing it on it. I said, I'd really like you to flush it out. Can we not do that? I've got 10 more minutes of my appointment left. We have time. And she said, well, everything's upstairs. I said, great. I'll come upstairs with you. Oh, you're not allowed. I said, well, can you go upstairs and bring it down so we can do it down here? She huffed and she puffed and Eventually she did. And then she flushed my ear, clear, all done, all resolved, end of story. Mm -hmm. But look at how hard I had to fight for that. Yes, for something so simple. Yes. Yeah. And I came home and I said to my husband, what about the people that don't know that they can fight for that? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It seems crazy to me, but the clinics everywhere now, they get kickbacks from big pharma. And so the doctors... I know doctors who have left their clinics because they were getting in trouble for not writing enough prescriptions in a day. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's just crazy. That's not, that's not healthcare. It's not, that's sick care. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's sick care. All right, so, well, that's kind of a low point to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, the great news is, is everybody listening to this knows that they don't have to live in that place. Yeah. And yeah. that there are options and that they can take responsibility and be empowered in their health and that there's many, many solutions. And, and to and be a, an advocate for your own health. Exactly. Absolutely. 
Yeah, exactly. So it's all about health empowerment. That's what I'm yeah. about. Well, yeah. And, and I, I just want to double, double stress the trust your instincts, your intuition about your yes. own body, because I had to do that with my children and, mm-hmm. and, and advocate with the pediatricians to, you know, it's like, yes, you know, I don't even have to go into all that. But I, I trained a couple of pediatricians. You know? right. <laughs> I had one of them actually That's say awesome. to me, Warren, if anybody else told me that, I wouldn't believe them, but okay. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, they also learn by you advocating. Absolutely. Because you're, you're, they have to go and research and, you know, learn more. And I think any good relationship is where both sides are learning. Yeah. You know, I have clients come to me and I'm learning. I might have to go and research things in order to be able to help them. Mm-hmm. And then I learn that. So the next time someone comes along, I know what's going on. And yeah. those are the best partnerships is when we learn together. Right. I agree. I, I love being a lifelong learner. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, I have one thing that I'm going to ask you that I'm asking everybody this year. And that is, is there a book that you think is a must read that you'd share? Well, I have so, I have a whole bookshelf here. I love so, <laughs> yeah, so many books. See all the way in my office. It's yeah. on the other wall. <laughs> but just given our conversation where it ended up going to today, there's a great book that people might want to read called Our Daily Meds. And it's investigative journalism into the pharmaceutical industry. And it's just very eye-opening for people. And so if people, you know, want to understand what's going on and kind of move off the fence and into that place of holistic health and being proactive in your health, that's a book to read because it gives you a lot of information that you will then understand what you can do for yourself and why you may not want to be fully dependent on the sick care system. All right. Can you tell the listeners where they can find you? Because I bet there's going to be some that want to talk to you. (laughs) Absolutely. So my website is simply yourguidedhealthjourney.com. And there's a contact button as well as a book now button at the top of that screen. I do offer a complimentary 30-minute consult with everybody so I can get to know you, understand what your health goals are, and if I'm the right person to work with you. And if I'm not, I have a whole network of other healers that I can refer you to to help you on your health journey because that's what I just want is to help people get well and choose to be proactive in their health and give them another option. Yeah. Yeah. If you're healthy, you can have a more joyful life. That's Absolutely. That's really what Absolutely. it comes down to. Yes. Less pain, more joy. That's. Yeah. <laughs> I love to say that health is your greatest asset, right? And we yes. need to look after our health the same way we look after our car. That engine light comes on in our car. We do something about it. And even if we don't have the money, we find the money to fix the car. Yes. We treat the body the same way, and we don't have to spend 10 years in a nursing home at the end of our life. We get all of those years to fully live our life. How cool would that be? I mean, that's what yeah. I want. There, I, there's too much that I still want to do in this lifetime to, to, exactly. get, to spend that much time somewhere with someone taking care of me. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, I want to thank the listeners for being here with us today and the watchers on YouTube. And I hope that you have learned something from this that will empower you to be a better steward of your own health. And in the meantime, I hope you'll come back next week for another episode of Curiously Wise. Have a lovely day. And until we see you again, stay curious. Thank you so much for joining us today on Curiously Wise. If you enjoyed this episode, 
please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future fabulous conversations. And if you had any ahas, please share them in a review on Apple Podcasts so we can continue to pay forward the unique wisdom we all have. If you want to know more about me or my intuitive energy healing practice, Heartlight Wellness, please head over to my website, www.heartlightjoy.com. Curiously Wise is a team effort. I am grateful for the skill and enthusiasm Arlene Membrot, our producer, and Sam Wittig, our audio engineer, bring to this collaboration. Our music is Where the Light Is by Lemon Music Studio. I'm Lauren Wittig. Please join me again next week for another episode of Curiously Wise. From my heart to yours, may your life be filled with love, light, joy, and of course, curiosity. Curiosity.